everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life, and I want to welcome you to episode 90 of LinkedIn Live, where the patients interview the guests. And today we're joined by a very special guest with a very special set of skills. That's right. Today we have Kawani Raquelman, who is a genius behind transforming the dating lives of over 250 men for the past six years. Now, if you've ever wanted to revamp your dating life after recovering from limb lengthening surgery, this is the episode you don't want to miss. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let me introduce you to the rising star in the dating coaching, dating coach arena, Kawani, the Riz Master, Raquelman. What's up, Kawani? How you doing, man? What's up, brother? Thank you for having me on. I, I guess I am the Riz Master. <laughs> <laughs> you are the Riz Master. In fact, I gotta ask, what is a Riz Master? I'm just kidding. No, no, guys. Uh, <laughs> This is going to be a good show. Um, in fact, if you guys stay, stick around to the end, you're going to learn a few uh, pickup lines that you can use to land a date as soon as this weekend. Not only that, but you know ways you can optimize your online dating profile to get more views, more likes, and less swipes. So um, yeah, Kwani, it's great to have you on, man. So real quick, let's give everybody a little bit of context of how we actually know each other. So I actually met Kwani in a marketing mastermind group that I'm a part of. And uh, once I found out how good this guy was at like, you know, helping guys with their dating lives, I just like, dude, you have to come on to my uh, channel because there's a lot of people who get this cosmetic stature lengthening procedure done that actually want to improve their dating lives. So I'm glad you could you could make it today. So, um, but before we get to the killer tips, I actually wanna get a little bit of background on you, Kwani, and you know, how you got into this whole thing. So if you can just kind of tell everybody how you got into the whole coaching, dating coach arena, um, how did it all start? What's your story? Yeah, brother. So how I ended up actually getting to dating coaching was, so I came from a very poor background. So mm -hmm. like my mother was like a hoarder in our house. Father was an alcoholic. I didn't see a lot of hope for myself, right? So I just came from this type of like background where like I couldn't really see any direction going in my life. But the cool thing was I was started reading a lot of self-development books, read a bunch of dating books. And reading a self-development book taught me to just kind of like grow out of my comfort zone. So I did the craziest ballsy decision to like leave home for the first time in Hawaii and go live in Arizona. But at the time while I was in Hawaii, I was dating this girl. First girlfriend, a lot of major red flags. I was blinded by a lot of it. So I didn't see like those patterns, especially when I'm, when you're young, you're naive, right? You think you're gonna be with this person forever. Like this is like the type of girl I wanna be with. But then you realize after looking at it from a third person perspective, like, hmm, this is very toxic. So <laughs> I ended up leaving home, living in Arizona, was still dating the girl, doing like a long distance thing. And then, you know, me being this needy kid, not having any backbone, being very shy and just not having any confidence in myself. Uh, she ended up just breaking up with me during Halloween. Wow. So we broke up. I read a couple of dating books, got some self-development stuff. I was home one night. I was just like, look, we need to kind of get this like dating thing figured out because I was scared of being alone for the rest of my life, just being with this one girl, right? Never mm -hmm. having like another chance or opportunity to see if I could date anybody else. So I read a bunch of books, gone out, went out in the street, made a bunch of friends, as you can see on the wall itself, talked to a lot of people, got better at conversations, got good with talking with women and people in general and just developed good confidence. And now I end up teaching guys the same stuff that I learned, essentially to kind of crush it in their dating lives and kind of overcome anxiety, being okay with themselves and just kill it with like their dating lives and speaking with girls. I love that, man. Like you just, you start from humble beginnings and now you're like helping people, you know, improve their lives through your service. That's super cool. Um, all right, man. Now we got to actually got to get into this whole insane, you know, thing that you have, the dating tips that you brought with you. So my first question is, I actually want to kind of like do an interview here real quick. So, you know, with the whole COVID-19 pandemic thing, the whole online dating thing, you know, has been blowing up online, the different apps and whatnot. So I got to ask if let's say that there's a 25 year old limiting patient who's 
I don't know, 18 months out from his procedure. He's recovered enough. He's got his height. He's feeling good to kind of get back out there on the dating market. And he wants to set up an online profile. What's the best way he can stand out online? Like, what are some of the things that he can do to optimize his online, I don't know, what's it called? Bumble or Tinder dating profile? So. I mean, there's like 20 of them, dude. There's, there's like, like 20 of them. I, know. I don't even yeah. know them all. So. Plenty of fish, Christian Mingle. Like, bro, like, I don't, I don't even <laughs> use that. But, like, I yeah, Match.com. Sometimes I go on Christian Mingle. Just kidding. Yeah. Like, I, don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know half of them. But uh, I do know Tinder. I know Bumble. I know Hinge. Those yep. are the ones that I know that, you know, work really well and are very effective. I think for a guy, the first thing that they should always focus on is, you know, work on themselves. You know, figure out what you can bring to the table as a guy. You know, mm -hmm. what can you provide in value? So I'll give you this as like a scenario in itself, right? You got to kind of imagine like the dating market as a marketplace. Like you as a guy need to stand out from the rest of the other guys, essentially. Like you have to see what you can provide to the table to a woman or to a potential, you know, dating partner. Mm -hmm. So I always say that, you know, if you're starting off, you're getting back into dating or you've never dated before, write down on a piece of paper, what kind of good qualities and traits can you provide? Are you, do you, do you, are you very educational? What are your passions? What are your hobbies? What are your morals? What are your values? What are things that are important to you that you can provide and showcase to the types of people that you want to date? So that's what I will always say, you know, find confidence within yourself with what are you, with what you're already working with. You know, if you're like physically fit, like Victor, you know, has a chiseled face, handsome, you know, there, there's stuff that you can provide on the table for basically women and people you want to date. That's the first thing that I would say you work on. The next thing is like find good photos, find optimized good photos that portray you in the best possible light itself. Like, please don't be taking any types of photos where just like grab your phone, sit in the corner with your hoodie, you know, smoking a doobie, just taking pictures of yourself and like being all weird, awkward and shy. Your hair is like half off. You know, you're just like, hey, you know, look at me just eating my hot pocket. Like, you don't want to you don't want to do that. Like, you're going to showcase yourself in the best light. Like if she is going to be swiping right and she sees your profile, you know, being this kind of like kid with just like playing video games and like weird dog and like, you know, taking photos that are like awkward in the corner versus a guy that's like muscular, has good like wears a nice business suit, you know, looks professional, comes off in that type of persona in that type of way. Which one do you think she's going to prefer to pick more? Is she going to prefer the guy that looks clean, that, you know, looks good? Or is she going to prefer that guy? So I'd say work on optimizing your photos second. Find the last thing, work on like working on your bio. You know, it's kind of funny, like how a lot of this kind of relates to business in some aspect. But like, if you ever heard of copywriting, for example, yeah. you know, write good copy that sparks curiosity, showcases your personality in some sort of way that can convey to the girl. It's like, hey, this guy is interesting. This guy is somebody that I want to talk to because he has something, you know, valuable that, I, that I'm interested in learning and curious about more. So I think if you work on those types of three, working on your root causes, um, what you can provide to the table you know, optimizing your profile pictures. And then mm -hmm. the last thing is just work on, you know, creating a good bio that's like flirty, flirtatious, fun, and, you know, interesting to read. I love that. I love how you kind of relate it to like business. It's like a LinkedIn profile, like good picture, good headline, and then pre pretty much the service that you offer. And in a sense, that's kind of like what features or like things you're interested in that can catch the attention of a potential partner. That's that's huge, man. I love it. Um, okay, so let's say that this guy, this 25-year-old LinkedIn patient who's now recovered, uh, takes your tips. His online profile is fully optimized. It's perfect. What does he have to do to move things forward? Like, what are the best conversation starters online for these dating apps? 
So I would say the main problem that comes up often when I'm teaching clients or just meeting guys in general and training them and helping them, you know, get good at dating. The two things that they always seem to just mess up on and like screw up like multiple times. And it's kind of like, bro, like, come on. Like the two things that end up messing up for a beginner or somebody who's like shy or just not good. It's usually they have to keep the conversation man to woman, you know, Mm -hmm. being in, in a sense of like a sexual way where it's like, I see this person as like a prospect of somebody I want to date. Or the second thing is just not having some sort of like close or call to action. Like, let me take down your phone number. Like, what's your phone number? It's usually those two things. So I'll talk about the first one. So like man to woman conversation is like, you know, if you've ever, you know, if you're like a type of guy who's not like a super beginner, super shy, anxious, quiet, but you're the type of guy that's like gets women, you know, give you positive responses, but you always seem to be put in the friend zone. (laughs) Usually the problem is, is that you're asking like question after question, where are you from? What do you do? You know what I mean? It's not interesting or stimulating. But if you can add something that I usually call like man to woman, like push and pull, mm-hmm. like, oh, I thought you were cute, but like, I'm really not too sure about like your your dress or your shoes. Or like <laughs> add something in that creates like a positive and a negative. It creates something stimulating in the conversation where people are just like, oh, this guy, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's like I'm having, those are the types of things that you want to end up doing over text. You want to create yeah. something that's flirty, fun, tasteful. It needs to be something that's fun. It's like a game, you know, like the push and pull back forth. Yeah. You're creating like a push and a pull. That's what you need to focus on. The next thing that I, I would say to focus on too at the same time is work on that push and pull type of aspect. And then the other thing was, what was the other thing? The push and pull. Uh, so basically like, uh, how, so he wants to get, you know, what's the, what's the best one liner that he can use to kind of like, a, you know, uh, start a conversation online? I, I would say just like, I thought you're beautiful. I had to come say hi. Usually yeah. that works out well too. Is like you say like their first name, hey, I thought you're beautiful. I had to come say hi. That's probably okay. like one of the best one-liners to kind of go for that one too as well. Yeah. That's that's so great. I love that. And let's that could even work in person as well. So let's say that this guy, I mean, pandemic's kind of letting up, you know, the whole mass thing's kind of over. If he went out to a bar with the buddies and stuff and he saw a girl that he really wanted to go up to, he can use that same one-liner. It's like, hey, look, I thought you were beautiful. I just wanted to come say hi. That, that yeah, work. I mean, obviously you got to come in, you know, socially calibrated, pay attention to body language and stuff first like don't yeah. don't go in like all creepily with your hand and be like, oh, you're beautiful and like you know hey how you been sexy like that's kind of weird you know what i mean but yeah. if you come in your body language is like you know proper you know, raise up your back shake your hand good eye contact good strong body language if you ever heard of like the 80 20 rule right pareto principle mm-hmm. 80 percent of your results come from 20 percent of your actions vice versa that type of stuff when it comes to communication, subcommunication, you know, human communication in general, 80% of it is body language. Everything else is language, you know, visuals, all that type of stuff. So focus on having good body language. It doesn't necessarily matter what you say up to a certain extent. What matters more so is that the way you present yourself, how you look, you know, how you come in, you know, like confidently, hey, I thought you were beautiful. My name is Kwani. I had to come say hi. As opposed yeah. to like, hey, I thought you are beautiful. Let me come over and say <laughs> hi. Like. Two different things, inflection, tone, subcommunication is incredibly important. So it really matters how you go about approaching as well. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely feel the vibe there, the difference of, you know, and I can kind of imagine that because I've seen it, you know, happen before. I'm like, man, <laughs> when is she going to give him the thumbs down? So that's, that's, that's great. And then you get slapped in the face. And then, <laughs> exactly. Right. And then you're never welcome to the bar ever again. Like, get them out of your bouncers. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, all right, man. So let's say that these two potential lovebirds start chatting for a week or so. They met at the bar or online. How can he keep the conversation going so it's interesting? He can re-engage uh, so that he can, you know, force it so that she doesn't lose interest, um, you know, or he feels like he's running out of things to say. What can he do so he doesn't lose his chance with her? 
I, I guess in this context is like have they been knowing each other for a while is it like somebody's been recently dating like how far let's, have they been having say, conversations i guess let's say that just like past week like like he just either saw her profile online and he started chatting her up used the one-liner to start the conversation or he met her at the bar this past saturday and he wants to ask her out next week because he's just like look i want to move things forward so let's say a one week time frame yeah so it's kind of like they're still talking conversating online through text and stuff yeah they haven't really met in person absolutely okay so i I think in that sense like there's a saying that i've always learned through like self-development and just learning through my own experiences like whenever opportunities arrives you want to strike when the iron is hot right Mm -hmm. so you want to be getting you know a chance to go date this person or meet this person in real life as soon as possible Mm -hmm. obviously in the world world you know you have stuff like jobs children whatever it might be, life stuff in general, because you know we have important things to do. <laughs> Everybody has stuff to do. So you can't always necessarily find a time that works. But what I've personally learned, the quicker that you can get off of the phone, because you can't like, you can't like make out with your phone, you know, that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> but like, you want to meet this person in real life and have a conversation. So try and find and limit that time frame as soon as possible, strike when the iron is hot. You know, it's like, hey, when are you available free on this time, blah, 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 whatever it might be to be able to get the person out. So at least you can have a conversation and see if it would be a a potential date. Once the thing starts to go down like one week, two weeks, three weeks, that spark and that desire ends up dissolving and you just become a chat buddy over the text. Like you can't really it's like it's it's kind of different. I've always noticed this personally for me when you meet somebody in person as opposed to them online, sometimes they can be the same. Or completely different you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah 100%. like I've, I've definitely noticed that a lot when i've met you know friends like you for example i've yeah. met people like online and then i meet yeah. them in person and they're like whoa this is crazy yeah, yeah yeah big difference so i've noticed that in dating as well try and close that gap as soon as possible otherwise just let it go and then move on to the next person gotcha now that's great tips of advice <laughs> i think that, i think that you know that can be applied to multiple things in life it's like you know why waste time on that and a lot of patients you know they've kind of like pondered on the lumbar surgery they're like oh man i'm thinking about thinking about thinking about it two three four five years and they have all the resources to get it done it's like just you know you know enough about it go ahead and get it done i love it um awesome man so these are great tips but you know, on the channel, we talk a lot about limb lengthening, especially stature lengthening, people who want to get taller. So one thing that I know is that a lot of these patients, they don't want anyone to know that they got this done. Um, and if they do, they only want to do it when the time is right or if the person they can really, really trust. So how can they play it off or, you know, break the news to, uh, you know, their potential partner um, or if they are married, like how can they tell her wife that they want to get this done like what's a good way to kind of approach somebody a potential partner about limb lengthening surgery in, in terms of just trying to like tell them like hey i'm gonna get this or yeah like how, 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 like i want to get this done but like if they know that they want to have a relationship but they don't want them to be judged because they got this crazy procedure done so you never tell them that's the yeah, you never tell them no. <laughs> just keep it a secret <laughs> no i'm kidding so i i think the most important thing like hopefully you picked a good partner that's probably yeah. the most important thing because like I've noticed in my own personal life with the relationships I've had, whether it's friends, females I've dated and stuff like that, like if you're upfront and honest about stuff and you really like this person and obviously it really depends on how long you've known them, you know, like especially if you're in the beginning stages of dating, I would suggest don't. But like if you see this person being like a long term partner or somebody that you can definitely see yourself being with for a very long time, mm-hmm. I think the best thing is just be upfront and honest, just yeah. be honest about it and like more often than not, people will be receptive to it if they care about you, they have good intentions for you, they want you to be happy and succeed in life or be, you know, okay, like I can imagine, for example, like some of the people watching right now, mm-hmm. or just like your clients in general, like they're super scared and afraid. It's like, oh, I don't know about this and that. But like, 
imagine it like this like if you have like a mom or an uncle or a friend like yeah. you know just somebody good in your life that always cares about you they're always there to just support you they want you yeah. to succeed they want you to grow they want you to do things that help you make you feel better but mm-hmm. also help ele- elevate your life overall as well so like hopefully you pick the good partner i would say that's probably the first thing that should be but if you plan on telling them just be straight up front and honest and see what happens and if they don't are and if they are not receptive towards it then that's probably not the right person for you yeah no that, that makes sense i think that you're right like if these people are somebody you can trust or they they like you or they're interested in you they'll probably brush it off or they're like hey look i don't care about this crazy procedure i'm interested in you i love that um cool man so this limiting thing surgery thing it's you know it's no secret that you know, these patients they have to kind of take like a six to nine month sabbatical and kind of disappear from normal life for a while so you know i, I call it the jason Bourne effect because they have to disappear for like six months and like come back and be completely transformed but what's the best let's say that they you know were with somebody but they kind of used an excuse like they had to leave for personal or family reasons what's the best way to reconnect with one's ex-partner or if they didn't leave on bad terms and they really felt like they had something going on like what's a good way to kind of rekindle the flame i think just shooting your shot you know like it, it depends on how long you haven't had any contact and stuff like that obviously but like just shoot your shot just see what happens you know shoot out a text and be like hey how you been or what, what you been up to it's all like hey i miss you or whatever it is see what happens that that's the thing that i i've always learned in life sometimes you just got to take a risk and see if it goes well and this is something that i've learned personally as well having interactions meeting people dating different types of women and stuff like the one thing that you can never control is somebody else like they're always going to have to make their own choices when it comes to like what they want to do with their life and they're free they have autonomy in a sense right Mm -hmm. so like but i don't think it's ever a bad thing you just shoot your shot if you were on good terms you know like you you left on like positive things you didn't hopefully you didn't burn any bridges but like (laughs) like if you left on good terms and stuff like that send a text and if they respond positively cool but if they don't understand and realize too as well like there's eight billion people on this planet and like i find it illogical that when people are like i can't seem to find a girl i can't seem to find somebody like yeah dude there's like eight billion people like there there is a handful of good people that you can end up dating and, and people that you can really develop deep connections with so like even if you send that text no positive response is nothing understand there's so many fish out in out there in the sea you can always mm-hmm. move on and i think for what most guys need to focus on more importantly is just self-improvement focusing on their self you know how i said earlier like what can you bring to the table you know what type of value and stuff like that work on yourself work on your physical fitness work on your body educate yourself become more you know educated become more you know just in general just elevate who you are as a person so that when you meet the next person down the line in life you can end up providing that in that sense and yeah that's what i I love i love that so much now kwani this is a kind of question that i think is super interesting for this community because um limb lengthening i know for a fact one thing that it does it does two things like one it's going to increase you know obviously your height externally you know like it's a superficial thing a trait but internally it increases your confidence so from those two different aspects of what the type of effect it can have on the patient which would you say is first of all my first question is does height matter in dating like i mean these guys you know a lot of these guys they, they email me they'll say hey look i just you know i'm getting turned down by all these women and stuff like that but if they get this done and they're still, let's say, relatively short or like around average height, would it be more of a confidence thing and working on themselves and whatnot? Or would do you think that height is like a plain fact that women just like, hey, look, I'm not even going to look at this guy because he's this height. So I'm going to put this out there. Short kings slay all day. So put on a t-shirt and just kind of short just kings, like, baby. Yeah, you can wear it all the time and be like, short kings, man. 
for kings, baby. You know, but I, I love that. <laughs> I would say, okay, so this is the thing, right? Like, on a certain extent, does it matter? Yes. Like, you know, in terms of appearance, if you had, you know, a woman in a bar, wherever you're at, right? Like, if you had a tall guy and a short guy and you walk up, you know, like more often than not, she's probably going to prefer the tall guy if he's handsome. You're both handsome, right? Yeah. Short and the tall guy. She's probably going to prefer him because he just, you know, portrays more masculine traits. However, that's not to say that you can carry yourself the rest of the way with your personality. If the tall guy, for example, right, in this scenario, has a crappy personality, is uninteresting, boring to talk to, has nothing going for him, and this guy, short king over here, just like slaying. He's killing it, he's comedy, making laugh, making people laugh. You know, he has something educated to say, he has, you know, so that's what, I, what, I, what I'm talking about in terms of value. You can right. end up giving value with just his personality traits. Yeah. And I feel like the guy who like carries himself and is confident in himself, knows himself, you know, just carries that type of value as opposed to the guy who has nothing. Of course, he's going to win 100% of the time in this wow. specific scenario. Wow. And I, I'll give you like some proper like examples of some short kings, Bruno Mars, you know, that's, <laughs> that's about it because I don't know anybody else. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like there, there is definitely like short people, just Google it, like Hollywood industry and like people who just, they're short and on TV and like, you know, on camera, they just look yeah. tall. But people love them because of what they can provide to the world. Like Bruno Mars is amazing at his music. So people, yeah, yeah people will make fun of him for being short, but people will respect him because of his music and the type of value he gives to the world. Well, I, I and here's the, the the what they would rebuttal with, and this is just me speaking, them speaking vicariously to, through me to you. <coughs> and they would say, oh, that's because they have all the money and the Hollywood fame and whatnot. But let's say that, like you said, the two guys at the bar, like is the roles reverse is it because he's a nobody or he's even if he's super successful and everything because a lot of guys they say that even though they have all those attributes like those traits and it's their height that holds them back is that a limiting factor a limiting belief internally or do you think that it really i mean i i just think that that's what the, a lot of these patients you know are saying to me and they're like they really believe that if they don't have that fame or that money sure. that those traits can override the height factor but like if you don't have those the money or the fame then it's like you're just normalized again and then height will override that so I, I if you understand what i'm saying yeah 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 yes yeah i know that's like, <laughs> I'm yeah no like it, internally i think you're the one thing i've noticed across the board that works for all guys just having confidence yeah just having confidence in yourself and believing and carrying yourself in a way if other people like you if other people like you know socially accept you and be like oh this guy's cool people yeah. will love you regardless that's what it. i've noticed 100 percent. so in a, in a way that's kind of what game is you're trying to embody that essentially mm -hmm. you're becoming a high value person or a high value male through that through right. doing you know practice and learning good body language and carrying yourself in that type of way yeah i think it dropped off for a second you're, you're good you're good <laughs> but like even for example like if you read like bruno mars's bio i don't know why i keep going back to him but this is a good <laughs> analogy but like if you read his biography like he was coming from the come up right but he worked on himself because he's a good artist he's a musician you know he was when he was 19 that that or when he was like a little kid that's what he was bred for he's like basically michael jackson's backstory where their family is just musical oriented that's all they did you know what i mean so like he he ended up working his way in to get into hollywood to become successful in that type of aspect that's what comes back to basically working on yourself self-improvement right yeah, something to give to the world which was his music which was his basically you know giving good people good emotions through his music and then he eventually worked his way up there right in, in that sense so as a guy that's that's probably going to help you the most because yeah. you want to become that guy that's going to get the money the status and the fame by working Absolutely. towards that while also in the meantime 
where you are at now, work on your confidence, work with overcoming those limiting beliefs mm -hmm. and work on that trauma that you're trying to process. I love that. And that's actually what I feel like limb lengthening is so powerful for. Yes, it gives you height, a couple inches, but what it does, it gives you like feet inside, like in terms of like confidence, like feet of confidence. Because what I see, I talk to a lot of patients, hundreds of patients that so they get this done. And it's like every time the patients that are so happy, they disappear because they're so happy. They go back to their normal lives. They start dating again. They start yeah. crushing in their careers and stuff like that. It's the internal confidence that they gives them. It turns it up to like, you know, full Correct. throttle. And they yes. start crushing it, and then if they, you know, learn some of your skills and stuff like that, they can just make it much more efficient. So I love that, Kwani. That's that's like, huge, man. Yeah, like Victor, for example, you're like a fitness guy, right? Yeah. Like, would you say like you being more buff and being more physically fit and just being more does that get you more attraction than who you were before? A hundred percent. Like when I'm in the gym, it's like God. Like I got to put the blinders on because like, <laughs> yeah. the girls looking at me and stuff are like, I'm like, yeah, okay, so yeah, no, hundred yeah, like, percent. And then you give them, you give them the mug. You're like, I do that sometimes. Or I'll just give them the glare, and they're like. Yes, yeah. yes, daddy. They're like, oh, yeah, it's like kind of faint. They're just, oh, oh my God, I need his kids. No. <laughs> Watch me do my dad. What were we talking? But, but yeah, like in terms of that, like you get the limb lengthening surgery, like physically, it, it will help you give that confidence as well, too. Yeah, you could work on your appearance as much as your internal. I think. I think you gotta have a mix of both. Work on the internal as well as your external. You you know you can be charismatic and like you know be talkative and stuff too. But you want to also have, you know, it's it's gonna be able. It's a it's a holistic approach. You want to be right. well rounded in everything. Absolutely, man. There's there's no cheating the game. It's just like working on yourself. You're a product on the marketplace. I love that. Correct. All right, cool. So we have some people in the chat here. If you guys have any questions for Kawani, let's do a little, little live Q and A real quick. Um, and then Kawani, you know, brought some. Uh, one-liners with him that you guys can use to possibly land a new date this weekend. That's gonna be crazy. So, what is up? We got Benjamin Minoza in the chat. What's up, Ben? How are you doing? Say hi to Kawani. What's up, guys? Um, we'll help you with your Riz, yo. <laughs> that's right. The Riz Masters here. Nah. I'm serious, man. This guy is so smooth. Like, he's so, he has like amazing tactics and stuff. Okay, so SGO Fig is saying, did you read the rules of the game? Um, I, I haven't read that book, but like, who's the author specifically? I've read The Game by Neil Strauss. That game, that that book is very eye-opening, 100%. There is some like controversial stuff in there, but like, it does kind of, it, it is in a weird way, kind of like a gateway drug, and it teaches you about like human psychology and like being able to be charismatic and confident. But um, I, guess, I guess who is the, uh, who's the author of Rules of the Game? Who's the author of that shot fig? Um, this person is saying, I have my surgery next Thursday for leg length discrepancy. I'm nervous. Hey, man, best yeah. of luck to you. I'm sure it's going to be okay. And uh, I had the same thing done years ago. So, um, all right, let's see. You guys have any, unless you manipulate them. Oh, he's talking about that. <laughs> Kwani, you don't, you don't suggest any manipulation here. I like, so. I like how he has a smiley face, too. He's like, hey. I know. <laughs> all right, so Ben's asking, how tall are you, Kwani? I am uh, three and a half. Feet. Okay. Feet. <laughs> 48 inches no, if i get my surgery i'll be like six feet no oh really no no, no, I'm yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> no i'm like 510 i'm about like 510 yeah 510 okay gotcha yeah. very cool it's all the right. filipino genes you know it's like we're naturally short like all my cousins are just midgets and i'm like hey what's up are they are they yeah, like, like fully grown them you know below no i'm kidding <laughs> you're so bad <laughs> they're great they're good people <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't realize it was a dating thing. Yeah, we're doing a dating uh, episode tonight. Just kind of changing it up a little bit. Yeah, you know, we're talking. Yeah, exactly. 
Sorry, fellas. Oh, okay, so here we go. Ben's asking, Kwani, do you have any advice for the short kings? Get taller, bro. No. <laughs> You're in the right place, Ben. <laughs> no, for the short kings, I, bro, like, just work on your, your inner self a lot. Like, like I said, there was this one guy there. I, I would do a lot of sales and stuff, right? And, like, he was kind of like my mentor. He was way shorter than me, maybe, like, five, five, four, five, two, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Good, good-looking face. He looked like this. His style and his persona looked like, um... Like a, a guy like wearing a bunch of tattoos, you know what I mean? Like kind of like that bad boy type of mm-hmm. type of type. The types of women he would bring was just like, what the heck? Like, and he's like <laughs> shorter than me, and I'm like, oh my god, man! Like, this is crazy. So I I think, like I said, Ben, like focus on just like working on good conversational skills, and then mostly just your limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff just comes down to just you believing that you can't attain that. Yeah. And I've learned this through my own personal experience too. Confidence comes from competence. You get you repeat something over and over again, right? And you become better at it. So like, I'm I'm not trying to sound egotistical, but like the wall that you see on like the the uh, behind the interview that we're doing yeah. in Victor, like that has been years of repetition of just getting good at conversating with people. Like I have a skill set now because in the beginning I really sucked, and then I became better because through enough repetition, through enough reps, I just became good at talking with people. So it becomes almost like a part of my nature. So. I know that's a long-winded answer of just like, can you just give me advice for a short king? But like, that's probably like the best way to go about it, honestly. Yeah, no, that's that's actually really good advice because like the same thing happened. My, um, you know, I, I did uh, what do you call it like when I first got into um, bodybuilding. Like, you know, I was just like super nervous and like super like introverted and stuff. That helped me build my confidence. And then I like got into like I did uh, selling insurance like during school and stuff like that. So I was able to kind of like work on my communication skills and it helped me just talk to people a little bit more and become more outgoing. So you're right, just working on yourself, working on different attributes, communication, working on your personal appearance, it all helps. So tremendous stuff. All right, guys, do you guys have any of the questions for Kawani here? Uh, let me see. Not a whole lot. I know we're not doing them like today, but I, I just had to change it up. Like, I think you guys are asking other questions to me in my emails, and I was like, this is the perfect time to do this. So, all right, well, if you guys don't have any other questions, we're going to uh, let Kawani give you guys three one-liners that you can use this weekend or this summer whenever you want to to potentially spruce up your dating life uh to possibly approach a potential partner so kwani you are up my man what are these secrets am i am i supposed to flirt with you is that the goal yes <laughs> my name is victoria <laughs> hey victor i thought you're cute at the come say hi man no, oh, no I'm kidding but so nice kwani <laughs> But yeah, three three one-liners, I would say that you end up doing, and again, like, you know, come off body language, super important. I thought you were beautiful, or my name is whatever, my name is Kwani, I have to come say hi. Um, you can also say, like, you know, like, you can guess something about them is all, it's called, like, a cold read, is all like, hey, like, you know, she looks like a lighter-skinned girl, or like, she looks like from Europe, is all like, hey, you look like you're from, like, Wyoming or something. Like they, <laughs> and you guess, and then they were like, oh my god, crazy, like, you really guess, and like, sometimes they say yes. Sometimes they're like, no, and then they laugh, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's another thing you can do as well, do like kind of like a visual opener. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I thought like, you look at him, it's like, hmm, I think you're from, you know, and just guess. That, that's right. probably one that works. And then a push and pull one is all like, you know, I like your, I like your, you know, I like your t-shirt, but I'm really not too sure about your jeans. I don't know if it's like the right <laughs> vibe for you. Like add in like a push and pull. So those three things I would say, you know, work on those, see what happens and kind of go from there. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, like real simple uh, pieces of advice that they can use as soon as somebody's asking. Okay, here we go. This is another question from Ben. He's saying, what's the most things, 
what what mo- things do most men lie about? I guess Ben's asking all the questions, so you'll get all the answers. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the most thing men do men lie about? I think I think it comes overall just down to a root thing. Like mm. again, like it comes back to just the confidence thing, right? Like you you become more confident through competence. So like men will just lie about anything if they feel like they 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 don't have like the massive wall of results to kind of compensate for it. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. So I, I think that's the most important thing because like men will lie about anything. They'll lie about money, like how much money do you make or like their job or they, they'll lie about like, oh yeah, like I'm great in bed and like I'm fantastic. <laughs> or like, they'll lie about like almost anything. But a good man that is good and knows, like he knows he is confident. He doesn't need to say it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I guess that, yeah, it makes that sense. kind of in a way he just carries himself in that way because he know he is right. by just being and becoming that through repetition and failure and having that confidence through going through the fire of just repeating it over and over and over again. And then you mm-hmm. get that. And that's yeah. It. yeah. With enough confidence, you don't even have to really lie. You just kind no. of knew who you are. Reason to, cause it's just like, it's like if you're a surgeon, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of a good example, I guess. Cause yeah. The limb lengthening. Stuff. Yeah. 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 If you've done a hundred different surgeries and you've done them all successfully well, why would you have any reason to doubt yourself in some mm-hmm. ways? Like, of course, like grow, have like some like, oh yeah, like I don't think I am the best cause you don't want to have an ego cause you want to be able to grow. Right. But you have a wall of confidence. You have a wall of results. That's something that nobody can ever take away from you. Yeah. Like that thing that you did, whether it was surgery, whether it was approaching a girl, whether it was just having a sick conversation, sick ass conversation with somebody, that nobody can ever take that away. And then that's how you develop that confidence. No, that's that's perfect. And there's, I mean, there's surgeons that we talk to that do that all the time. They're like, hey, look, you know, some are better than others, and they let people know that that confidence. And it's true. It's like if they're better, they're better. They have more experience. So, um, high journey. He's a uh, he's actually a limiting patient. He's he's uh, saying I read one study on dating that on dating sites men inflate their their true height by an average of one and a half inches. Do you find that to be accurate? Yes, in some ways, because I, I they're all like when women women are kind of like in a sense like sometimes like we don't we don't know as people sometimes like what we want. You know what I mean? We have like yeah. an idea of what we want. We think this is what we want in a person. But when we actually meet them in person, it's like, oh, I didn't really want that at all. <laughs> so the point I'm getting at is that, yes, a lot of men, you know, inflate their height because they perceive that like, oh, yeah, women are like only like men who are like six foot and make 100K, blah, 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 whatever it might be. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're getting like some like really deep territory <laughs> over there. So try to reel it back in. But you want to like in a way where it's like height doesn't necessarily matter. Again, it comes down to personality. Like okay. in the first interaction of what she sees, yeah, she'll look at the tall guy as opposed to you. But again, once when, when you're on that date with her, right. and you can give her good emotions, and you give a positive experience, and you're enticing, and you're engaging, and you have something interesting about you. Mm-hmm. Again, short kings, shout out to the short kings. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna crush it more than any of the tall guys. So that's a hundred percent true off the bat, like every single time. Yeah. yeah. They have to work a lot harder, so they'll, yeah. they'll definitely do it, put a lot more effort in. Superman, he's asking, do you think women would want men to be honest about having stature lengthening, or should they keep it a secret forever because it'll literally never come up in normal conversations? If you want a high-quality woman, I would say that you have to be honest about it. Like, if you're going to lie, that's the basis of what your relationship right is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the foundation of it? If the foundation is honesty, you're going to have honest people attracted in your life, and you're going to have good-quality women in your life. If you're gonna lie, manipulate, you know, lie about your height and stuff like that, she meets you in person, really. Yeah. I was expecting a six foot dude, and this guy is four five, four ten. 
So I didn't want no short king. You got to send them back to Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta, you have to be upfront about it. You need to be upfront about it. You know, if you want to attract good quality women, that's probably the best thing you should do is just have an upfront, honest conversation. If she likes you, I, I've said this before in the live stream. Right. Yeah, if she likes you, she cares about you, there's somebody you want to have the potentiality of a date, 100%. You, she's, she's probably a keeper, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And I, like you said it earlier, you said that it kind of depends on where you are in the relationship. If you just met her, obviously don't break the news to her because that'll scare her off. But like, if you've been dating her for you know six months or so, sure. Okay, cool. All right, guys, do you guys have any other questions for Kawani in here? <clears throat> any others? So he just gave you guys three awesome one-liners. He's answering all your questions. Um, he told you about how you can f improve yourself to make yourself a more attractive product on the marketplace. We love this guy, man. Kawani's amazing. All right, I don't see any other questions in here. Going once, going twice. All right, cool, guys. Well, Kwani didn't just bring these amazing tips with him. He also brought a special offer that's exclusive to you, Limiting Patients, through me. So that's right. If you guys want to get a free dating strategy, strategy session with Kwani where he's going to audit and advise your current dating approaches to romantic, I'm sorry, radically improve your romantic life. All you have to do is click the link below in the description or you can go to uh, datingexpert.thecollective.com. You can see it there in the ticker that's going along there. Uh, this guy is a beast at what he does, seriously. Um, he's super, super humble, but he has some serious like skills. So it's a free session. He's only offering it through to this audience here. So like literally all you have to do, <clears throat> click the link below. Uh, you're gonna get to a page. You're going to uh, click book a call. It'll go to an application, fill that out, and then he's going to get an email. He'll read through your application. If it makes sense, he'll blast you back with an email and say, hey, let's hop on a call. Here's my link. You guys talk it over, and he's going to help you spruce up your dating life. All right, guys, that's all you have to do. Click the link below. Book a call with this guy. He's amazing what he does. And um, Kwani, do you – is it? oh, here we got We got a couple people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mind answering some questions. Just yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming in late. They came in late, yeah. so let's see. Chorus Hamar is saying, I came in late. When will this video be available again? It's, so it's going to be recorded. You can watch it later. Um, Daka One. Oh, man, this is one of my favorite guys. Uh, he's been a supporter for a long time. He said, it's not a lie until she asks, did you get cosmetic limb lengthening? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's actually a good one, Kawani. Let's actually answer that. So okay. let's say that, you know, you didn't tell the girl. Like, you, 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 ha you got... The surgery done let's say two years ago you now are starting to get back out there and let's say that she gets suspicious or maybe like about your legs or like she sees like something's off or maybe sees your scars like where'd you get these scars now she has some leverage on you like what do you do do you break the news to her and say hey look i got the surgery done and just be honest or do you make it something trivial and just kind of you know let it sweep it under the rug i mean i i've been in like types of relationships where i've been with somebody for a very long time and i've noticed that when my personality and like sometimes when I get vulnerable and I just open up with a girl, like yeah, she like loves me even more. She's like, oh damn, that's hot. Like, damn, <laughs> I like those scars. Damn, that's sexy. Can you show me some more scars? But like the, the point I'm going at is like sometimes like what women really deeply want, and this is something I've noticed like the highest quality women. I'm not I'm not like talking about like other types of women and like women who just like want you for your money or your looks or whatever surface level materialistic thing might be, right? Mm -hmm. Some women are just like ride or die types and like high quality women. They really just want a deep connection with you and yeah. I, I i feel like obviously you don't want to just tell people up front like all your stuff and like yeah you know like at this age i was like abused and like i was messed up and what my legs is broken like you don't <laughs> want to like bring that it's like bro we just met like two minutes ago like tell me all this crazy shit that i didn't really need to know like you don't need to do that but 
obviously the more you get to know somebody pull it up in the conversation if they ask and they're interested they like your personality who you are tell them straight up i for me as i'm getting older now i've learned personally in my life i don't i don't really like to kind of like beat around the bush and kind of just mm-hmm. wait and just like is it gonna happen it's not like if people want to hang out with me and want to spend time with me they'll they'll come find a way and do it and yeah. then we'll have like a sick ass time yeah. but if they're just kind of just like you know kind of like dipping foot in i'm not too sure yeah. maybe it's like i don't really have a lot of time to kind of just gotcha. like go through that you know what i mean so i love that i yeah. love that that's that's such great advice right there it's like you know what if this is like a meaningful relationship and it's going to go somewhere and I'm going to be truthful and honest with this person, it's like, you got to break the news at some time. I mean, it's getting more popular, but at the same time, if it's, I would say, unless she really doesn't care, you know, and she doesn't care where you got your height from and she doesn't notice, then yeah. But like, you're right, Daka Wan, if she asks you, I guess that's up to you to kind of make that decision. But yeah, no, definitely good advice, Kawani. Ah, uh, he said, thanks for the stream. Great show. He loves it. Okay. Uh, so this guy, Superman's coming back with another question. He says, what if you get laser scar removal? So let's say if he, you remove the scars, um that's a good thing so then maybe they won't notice at all i guess <laughs> i mean did you do it yourself superman because did you just <laughs> with, with your laser vision <laughs> yeah just laser scar that sucker yeah. that. that's awesome all right guys, I mean, guys same answers before yeah same. yeah same yeah all right here we go it says if you're honest and it doesn't work out and then she makes fun of you behind your back and tells everyone oh wow I don't, I don't. I think you may have dodged a bullet if that's the case. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it's like why? You know what I mean? Like you don't want that type of person in your life if they're gonna do that. No. Gossip. Imagine. Man. Okay, think about it like this. Imagine if you spent like five years with that person and then you found you found that out. I think it was much better that you found out sooner instead of later, right? Yeah. So, that's how that's I so true. Yeah. That's true. She just highlighted the the problem right there, and you got rid of her early. So that's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Cool guys. So like I said, Kwani brought. You know, special offer with them. All you have to do is go to datingexpert.thecollective.com. He's actually going to be. Oh man, there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Everybody's coming in late. They're going to come in right, late now. Late. <laughs> All right, Chorus is asking, what if I'm in the process with a fixator and get to know a girl, and I postpone meeting her until I'm not using crutches, I'm like walking, and seem perhaps a bit too vulnerable? Okay, so a fixator, Kwani, is basically. So there's two types of ways of lengthening your bones. One, the bone, the nail goes inside the bone is stealthy, like nobody can tell what's going on. But then there's a fixator, which is a like more obsolete method. We're trying to phase it out. But it's a cage, you've probably seen it online, that goes around the outside of your leg. So if he knows a girl with this thing, she obviously knows you're getting it done. But I don't know. I don't even know what he's asking, really, because it's like... I, I mean, it depends. Does the chick have like tattoos and is like in the heavy metal? Did you? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say rock band. Get two of them. You know, right, like, she probably well, like that. Yeah, oh, okay. I see what he's saying. Yeah. I, I postpone meeting her until after. Her. So okay, so like um, with a fixator, you're gonna have way deeper scarring. We've talked about this before, Cora. So it's like this, she's gonna notice the scarring. So you're gonna have to have like a really good excuse, or like Kwani said, just come, you know, come out with it and say, hey, look, I got one lengthening done. So. so I've I've noticed too some chicks dig scars like that that shows like some sort of I mean it's like cheesy when I say it like yeah. some chicks dig scars man but like yeah I've noticed like when you go through trauma and you go through like hardship yeah that that showcases maturity and somewhat on some level like experience in a guy so like you'd be surprised like women like for some reason I think it's just like a evolutionary thing or like a biological thing or whatever but you you'll see women like very beautiful hot model surface looking women right. And they'll be with like fighters and war veterans and like bikers and like these are all like dangerous risky types of like job careers or like types of things that they do in their lives you know but i've noticed they like that because they have like 
you know, again, we're getting to like an evolutionary side, but like high testosterone, able to take more risks, you know, that shows off good genetics in, mm-hmm. in one sense, because it's like, if a guy can t- end up taking, you know, heavy hits to the face or like being able to withstand a lot of pressure in life that showcases like, hey, this seems to be like a good guy, you know, like I'm going to be attracted to him because he has good genetics. Yeah. So he more than often than not, he's going to give me good offspring per se. Right. Yeah. Know, obviously, she's not going to like think about like, you know, I want his babies like within the first day of talking <laughs> with you. But like that's unco- like our evolutionary priming of it's been around for years, 10,000, whatever amount of years. Right. Our physiology of us as a human. So like yeah. our brain patterns and like the chemicals in our body, we're just going to naturally be attracted to certain stuff unconsciously unless we take a conscious way to kind of you know, stop that and be like, eh, I would actually prefer that, so. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the term survival of the fittest, and actually it kind of relates to being more protective over her, like, that's what women say. I did a uh, uh, a little street-side interview, like, I think a year ago, and it said, hey, women, would you, or ladies, would you date a guy who's shorter than you? And a lot of them said no, but they just wanted to feel protected. And like you just said, yeah. it's like, hey, look, if your appearance is looking rough and rugged or like beat up or something, like I get asked like by women about my pectin and tear scar all the time and my other scars are like, where did this happen? It's like, well, this, I got hit by a car. This one, I tore my pectin <laughs> off while I was bending over 300 some pounds. And this, like, they love that. They love the stories yeah. that find it like, that's a guy who's like putting in the work and he's getting beat up and he's just getting up every time. They, you're right. They do like kind of look into that's attractive uh, trait, so huge peak um okay so he said thanks all right guys any other questions for kawani here probably not with the fixator attached i'd say wait oh he's answering the other guy's question cool awesome kawani do you want to kind of leave any final words of advice to these patients who are getting the surgery done to i don't know help their dating life or just to kind of like yeah yeah i i would say if it can be a scary decision, but more often than not, the scary things that you end up doing tend to be the best things that happen in your life, right? So yeah. I would I would say if you are kind of on the fence, you're like, do I get it? Do I not get it? I would think overall, if it if it's going to improve the quality of your life overall, I'd say do it. That's mm-hmm. what I would say first off. So yeah, I would majority of the time try and get it. I, I, it's going to benefit you. It's going to raise up your height. It's going to make you you know more attractive physically in, in one sense. And the other thing I would say is, as always, just work on yourself. That's the one asset that you have that's going to pay you dividends like for the rest of your life like the only thing that you can control whether in your you're in a relationship or not in a relationship right is yourself you're always the one factor in every of it so what you can control and what you're able to do with that is going to be the most useful asset and tool that you're going to have in yeah. life throughout everything so educate yourself work on your physical fitness work on your physical body you know become smarter become more well-rounded be more articulate about what you say and you know just work on developing skills in that aspect yeah. that will always pay you more money than or that will always pay you more money get you more women in life open up more access and opportunities and doors in life than anything else that's awesome man that's awesome so one question slipped in here the last second here uh he said how to get out of the friend zone <laughs> you just uh beat it with a bat that's like, <laughs> get out of here yeah you just gotta like knock on the door and be like hey let me go <laughs> Yeah, and then, like she puts you in chains, you'd be like, "How do I get out? I don't know, man." Yeah, um, you really—I've said this before. You're you're probably just not making the conversation, man. The woman, like, it's just not. She doesn't see you as like a sexual prospect or somebody that she wants to date. She just sees you as just like, "Oh, he's super nice," or he's, mm-hmm. you know, you you gotta have some oomph. I don't I don't know yeah, how else to say. You yeah. gotta have some like, 
you know, something interesting and like, oh, dude, this guy's different from all the other guys. You have to have something that makes you stand out. Like, imagine a girl, right? Constantly, she gets bombarded by guys all day saying the same stuff over and over and over again. And rarely in her life, she'll end up meet a, a guy that's like very high value and very interesting. So as it comes back, it's going to like circle back around in the loop. Work on yourself, develop your character, develop who you are as a person, work on increasing the value of you as an individual. Again, that's going to pay you more dividends than anything else that I've learned that worked well in my life, as well as the clients I end up helping and just people in general. I love that. Now, <laughs> you actually said it, but let's 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 take this scenario for a second. So, like, could they technically use getting the procedure done as one of those standout feature or traits? Like, say, hey, look, I got this surgery done just so I could, um, you know, meet your standards online, so I could meet you because you're something like that. Like, use that as a one line. Like, could you use that? What could you do? Sure. Spend yeah, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I got cut yes. done just to get taller, so I could meet you. You were that good. I broke my legs and took six months off. Of <laughs> I paid a hundred thousand dollars, broke my legs, <laughs> took six months out of my life just so I could meet you. That's badass. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> she'd she be like, "I'm coming over to your house and getting your babies now." This would this would probably say. I love it. I love it. Nah, guys, this was great. Kawani, this was an amazing uh, chat, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Seriously, man, we're gonna have to collab again. Like I said, guys, if you want to talk to Kawani, get that free dating strategy session, all you have to do is go to datingexpert.thecollective.com. He's now going to be one of our experts for improving your life in that aspect. Um, or you can click the link in the description. Literally, this guy's super cool. It's no pressure. All you have to do is hop on the call. If, again, you have to apply. He's not taking on everybody. He's super busy. Yep. But um, if this makes sense for you and he sees like you as a good candidate, he'll talk to you and then... Uh, take it from there so guys i appreciate you all coming on and uh chiming in with your amazing questions bonnie thanks so much for doing this chat and dropping these amazing dating tips and advice and uh guys next week we're going to be having a surgeon on uh from a different part of the world so it'll be really interesting so uh until next time this is victor from cyborg for life signing out thanks see you guys next time bye